All right. Hey, everybody. Nice to meet you all. My name is Wade Anthony. Welcome to Mixtape PGH. Um, we're here because, one, we all have some type of business. We do all some, some type of some sort of entrepreneurship where we're trying to get to that next level. And I feel I got some great advice one day, and it said you need to reintroduce yourself. Some of us have been doing this entry for years. We've been calling ourselves entry, 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 small business, small business for years. But you've actually accomplished a level of that one to five years in the sense of you are now not a novice. You are an expert in your field of development. So just quick story about me, Wade Anthony. Uh, I met Josh years and years ago uh, before COVID, and we used to just talk. And we would just have simple conversations about everything else but business. And it really got me through a lot of things because we are like-minded people and we share the same type of turmoils and stresses and successes and highlights. So it was just, it just made sense. I met Corey here. This gentleman invited us, uh, me and Femi, to a podcast. And we had a lovely time where on um, thoughtful discussions, uh, we just promoted our upcoming and where we are today and where we see ourselves going. So. I just thought this was fitting to introduce you guys to my friends, my old friends and a new friend, uh, because they have something worth saying as well to you all. So I'm going to pass the mic and let them introduce themselves. All right. All right. My name is uh, Corey Ochai. Uh, I'm the founder and CEO, I guess, of 1028 Podcast Studios, uh, recordings plus production. Um, I guess we'll give them a little reason why I kind of started the podcast. Yeah. Um, so. Uh, the reason for me kind of getting into the podcasting slash storytelling, I would say business, was because I feel like everyone has a story to tell. You know, everyone has uh, something about their story where someone can learn about them as well as take something and take some value from their story. So um, I think communication is something that we're missing in this world to find a solution uh, to whatever problem it is. Um, I think the common problem, the common denominator for any problem is communication communication with oneself or with other people. So hoping people find that way of communicating, capturing it, and also putting it out into the world to let more people in on your conversation because it's probably a conversation that should happen with other people as well. Um, so that's that's the thing that I feel like helps make the world a better place and that's how I do my part now. So, all right, hopefully that answered it. <laughs> There's a lot, of, a lot of words. Where are you uh, located? Oh, yeah, I'm located in Sharpsburg, PA. Uh, 1028 is not just the name of the podcast studio. It's actually the address. Uh, and there's a reason for that, too. But I could be talking here for another 10 minutes. I think we need to get to Josh. Sure. <laughs> uh, and people can book online, yeah? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. Okay, you're giving the whole plug. You know what? All right. Y'all want me to go, I'm going to go. The All 1 800 right. number, so, too. Yeah, so, um, yeah, so the podcast studio is not just for me to record the podcast. Like I said, I want to capture the world uh, stories, the stories of the world. So it's for other people that want to do a podcast and may not have the the technical background of knowing how to capture audio, how to put it out into the world, that's where I come into play. So, you know, if any of y'all ever wanted to start a podcast and the reason you're not starting is because you don't have the uh, audio skill, knowing what audios, uh, you know, how to, how to work the audio, how to capture it, what to do in a podcast, you don't know all that, you don't need to. That's why I created the podcast studio. You know, I just want you to come, podcast and I'll take care of the rest. I'll take all that off the plate. So, you know, that's the service we provide. Yeah. Awesome. 
So my name is Josh Snyder. I uh, I have a printing business with my lovely fiance Brittany. And, uh, we thank you. We transformed. Uh, we took 2022 and kind of transformed from a a business where I was I kept trying to grow and grow and grow with with more and more people helping, and uh, it did, it never quite worked out the way that I wanted it to. And then when I took a step back and kind of decided to scale back and and just focus on the work that I wanted to um, with with my partner and, and uh, it all just kind of fell into place and started to make a lot more sense and so we've been very happy and, and business has been more healthy and and uh, a lot of a lot of good things have been happening because of it so I uh, couldn't be doing it without her so thanks thanks for for that and um, the business itself wouldn't be able to do it without our customers which a lot of people in this room um, fall in that category too so thank you all for for coming out really appreciate that and uh, if you didn't yet, uh, you're welcome to throw some business cards on the table. Um, you can just set a pile down and other people can come and pick them up. Um, feel free to run back and grab one if you're talking to someone you want. Uh, we're going to have a, a moment where we're going to have some uh, mic time where people can ask questions or introduce themselves. You, there's a little cheat sheet that we, that we put out for you guys if you want to fill that out yourselves. Um, so that when you do come up here, you kind of have a, a rough outline of what you want to talk about. So if anyone, great, great, uh, you know, there's a lot of, it might not seem like this place is packed, but the amount of talent that's in this room is, is uh, pretty quick. Yeah. Beautiful. So, Beautiful. Uh, I appreciate everyone that's, that, that is here, and, uh, and we will give you an opportunity to share your story, who you are, introduce yourself and your, and your business, what you do, and, uh, and be able to talk to us and and uh, we might have some questions for you as well. So um, thank you all for coming. Uh, I also have a podcast called Thoughtful Discussions, which mm -hmm. I record at 1028 Studios. And Absolutely. Corey is my co-host 99% yes. of the time. That's something yeah. that changed after the pandemic. We, we did a couple interviews together. He had a podcast. I had one. I had him on mine. He had me on his. And we just had a, a good chemistry with, uh, you know, our conversations. So we, and, and very similar um, I think work ethic and you know kind of belief system absolutely and, core values and, yeah, and so forth right oh, so man. it just made sense to to uh kind of yeah. fill the gaps and yeah. and make it a make it a good podcast so we right. we interview um creatives and entrepreneurs much like yourselves and some of you have been on and uh and so thank you for for those people that have been and uh and any if anyone would like to the best way to reach out is probably to dm us on instagram absolutely. and uh and that's where you know, we could share the schedule and kind of get something lined up. So, um, I think uh, we wanted to talk about a little bit about like kind of how we started and oh, what yeah, we yeah. do, oh, kind of like things that we did when we started, and then what we would do now. Like, like obviously, it's a little bit different, right? So, absolutely. Yeah. Okay. You, anyone want to go? You want? I'll go. We'll just oh, reset yeah. it. Okay. Go ahead. All right. We're sharing one mic. So We're gonna share one mic. Sorry. Fight over. Was my fault. Like no. Um, <laughs> No, I guess I didn't get into what I what I do. I just really introduced the guys. Uh, once again, with Anthony, uh, I am the owner of Anthony's Locker. Um, it was a brick and mortar for seven years. It is now online only. Um, I am also one half of Black Tech. Uh, it's a POC uh, house EDM, you know, DJ set. Um, I also am 
part owner of Upbeat and part owner of Afro House uh, Events with DJ Femi as well over there. Yeah. So I'm just trying to do my boyfriend diligence, make sure you know she's I'm not like up that. there. I gotta I'm get rid of her. Josh like was killing it with the Britney thing. But, um, <laughs> Thanks, man. Um, but no, um, I basically, uh, I manage uh, financing as far as parties, events. I manage businesses, uh, advise businesses. Uh, I do a lot. I'm only 33 and I've done over multiple multi-million dollar companies, um, sporting events, uh, rentals. Uh, so I guess you said it best. What do I do and what do, uh, what was it, like the change since like, COVID? How did you start out? Like, like what were some methods that you used for like marketing and like, like whether it's like marketing, branding, or like, like things that you did to kind of like the first like year of your business All right. that would be way different if you were to start a business today? Hmm. All right, so that's definitely a huge one. Um, the reason why I believe that question is so big and why we developed that, that one, uh, I used to just start and be straight to Instagram, IG, follow that, follow that, I like like this, I like that, I'll follow, follow, follow. And that worked. But then when COVID hit, it was like genuinely became the only thing that mattered. Like if you guys don't follow me, you can if you want. I don't care anymore. But uh Anthony's locker has over twenty it had over twenty thousand followers. It was super easy. I just post something and it would be gone. But then COVID hit and I feel like things changed. And I feel like there was a lot of discourage when it came to other business owners in the sense of my business is failing. And I feel like what happened was is as a business owner, we don't sit down, stop, reassess our environments and also reassess where we're personally at as a person. And how do we fit into that so that we can move uh, very profusely with no, you know, without the extra, right? Yeah. And I feel like now, if you were to ask me what I do now, which I said is online only today, the brick, the brick and mortar, I feel like is an extra bill for me. Mm-hmm. And what I do in a, in a thing where people don't need the product, but I feel like my social media presence in the sense of marketing, like if I'm going to market, I make sure my YouTube has something on it. My TikTok has something on it. If people Google me, I have to make sure that my name is my resume. I feel like people don't take care and clean out their social media resumes. And I feel like that's been my help since COVID uh, to take me through my reins of my career. So love that. Right. I can do it. I need to do better with that. Yes. All yeah. right. So when it comes down to the marketing, when it comes down to social media and those type of things, that's really not my my forte. You know, I'm still kind of finding my identity. I'm still yeah. trying to figure out exactly what and pinpoint those things that I do. But on this journey I had, on this entrepreneurial journey, my thing was, I'm, like I said, when it comes to social media, when it comes to uh, the website, those technical stuff, I'm still not fond of all that. And still not like, I can say, uh, still learning how to operate those. So I don't feel like I'm valid to give advice on that. But what, what one thing I do, uh, do kind of pat myself on the back for is my people skills. Mm-hmm. So when it comes down to it, I feel like where I started my journey and how I, uh, I could say how I interacted with people and how that kind of grew throughout this whole journey is the thing that I can kind of highlight. So, um, and that's where I can bring the value to, I think, this conversation. Yeah. Um, so when it comes down to, you know, when I'm dealing with people, when I first started, I, I, two years ago, I was a security guard. Literally wow. two and a half years ago. 
Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You I look I'm, great. I appreciate it. I appreciate it. Like you art. know, art fits you better. Yeah, art fits me better. <laughs> um, so that happened during the pandemic, and truthfully, it was probably the best best thing that ever happened to me. Uh, best job I ever had um, because in my mind, that's the last actual job I had. It was pretty much the best thing that ever happened to me during the pandemic. Um, I was a security guard. I was at a Fortune 500 company there in the building with all of the execs. It was only me and the execs that came in. So I had the CEO, the CFO, and so forth. And they would come in every morning, and I would, um, this is where I kind of start developing people skills. But they would come in every morning, I would take their temperature. So what I did was I used that, um, knowing that they were coming in and we were the only conversations they would probably have all day, and I was the only person they would talk to, I looked at it as an opportunity for me to start um, actually talking with them and asking them questions of how to get into this entrepreneurial journey, right? So books they, to read, yeah, yeah, Q&A. Absolutely. So every, every day they would come in, I would take the temperature, I would ask them a simple thing like, uh, you know, what books are you reading? You know, Good to Great was a great book that kind of got me into the entrepreneurial journey and the spirit. And then, um, man, I would ask them all types of things. How do they invest? How do they develop a team and those things? And what I'm pretty much getting to is the one thing I learned throughout this journey and when it came to people's skills is I, I, don't, ask the, I don't ask the bird how to swim. I'm going to ask the fish. So when you're developing, yes. when, you're, when you're getting information, knowing where you're getting it from, you know, knowing that the person you're asking from has concrete information uh, from experience, you know, so if, um, so I couldn't give you any information Can about, yeah, oh, definitely. I couldn't, give, I couldn't give them any information on social media because I still haven't mastered that. But when it comes to people, you know, that's that's the thing. So, um, yeah, watch where you get the information. I, I just wanted to jump in real quick. While, uh, you made a good point. Uh, you saw the opportunity yeah. in someone in a place where you're like, all right, cool, there is some importance there. Yeah. Do you find it very important to, because I do, mm-hmm. this is just my personal, yeah. how important is it for exposure, getting out of your comfort zone, yeah. asking questions from people that are in the position, like how important is that? Uh, extremely important. Um, so growth only resides in uncomfortable situations. Uh, when it comes to the entrepreneurial journey, I'm uncomfortable right now, but this is what I seek. I seek <laughs> these moments, you know, because I know that's where the growth is happening, right? That's, that's, that's what you want. If you want something different, you have to do something different, and it's going to feel different than what you're used to, like you're used to. So it's important to, um, it's, it's you versus you. You have to overcome yourself to get to a better self. So that's, that's, these are the moments I, I, I search for. If you're not doing something because it makes you uncomfortable, I bet you that's probably the thing that you probably should be doing. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, nine times out of ten, that's how it works for me. Um, so, um, yeah. Wait, I got wait, one more. Wait, I, oh, come yeah. on, come on, yeah. wait. Yeah. Every yeah. time Corey's here, I, I get this, I need this. And then here, and y'all like me up right. in here. Y'all like no, me man, up. Let's no, go. No, honestly, Let's go. I'm ready. that's just crazy yeah. because um, yeah. Femme, she had a, uh, a gig with the uh, the mayor, yeah. and I saw I, I got super excited, and I, I had to ask someone. That's the closest politician I've ever been to. Absolutely. So I was like, let me take this opportunity and just ask him one thing, mm-hmm. and he literally said that. He oh, literally okay. said, we have to as a as a community, as people, we have to get comfortable being uncomfortable. Absolutely. Um, the, can I give a real quick one? I want to give this back to Josh as fast as possible. The reason why we're here, um, me and Bree were just looking for a venue, trying to, you know, stack, stack, stack. 
do our party thing, but we had a very transparent conversation. And I feel like when you can have a transparent conversation and say your wants and your needs, like, hey, I know what this sounds like, but this is what it is, and those parties can agree. And I feel like, like you said, you don't ask a bird to, how to swim. No. We have to ask for what we want. And I feel like that's the whole point of all of us being here. I feel like all of us have a certain specialty that a lot of us don't do. I'm a, as a DJ, a lot of people don't know that I, I've managed you know, those type of numbers. Uh, a lot of people don't know that even as a DJ, like I have another skill that has me not even on a turntable that we can help each other, which can tap me into a whole other realm like real estate. We can get to that later. But until we talk to each other, we are not valuable to each other at all. We're just gonna have to say, oh, I, it looks like I seen this on HDTV. We gotta do that if you're a real estate person. And it's like, yeah, but I got Josh here that can make your signage. I got Wade here that can help you with the ambiance with your staging of the house. And then I got Corey, even if he's not a real estate agent, he's just a great guy and he can just host. I smell. So it's like one of those things where it's like, I'm not saying that's a thing that happens, but we all have a specialty. You know, I might not hire Corey in this situation, but for everything else going forward, I feel like we just have to say, hey, reintroduce ourselves. This is what I do now. This is how I think I'm, I'm valuable to you and your time. And I feel like uh, that's just what we have to start doing. But I want to get back to Josh because yeah. we started this one and I've been taking it from Corey. I got you. I got you. Um, Go ahead. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So, I mean, when it, when it comes down to the people, man, and, and dealing with people, uh, the most important thing that I've learned in this two-year journey that I've had, this very short journey, is um, it's the hardest thing, but it's the most simplest, simplest thing, man. You got to treat people, <laughs> and it's so cliche, treat people with respect and that's the only reason why I'm in the position I'm in. Yeah. Like it's literally that I was, man, I was able to get over myself and just talk to people, but talk to them with uh, authenticity, talk to them with purpose, talk to them wanting to learn something, like like not even talk with them, just talk, communicate and, and listen to them. Um, that was the most important thing. Um, and, and really the only reason why I got into this position is the relationships that I developed. Um, and that was everything. And that, that's literally the key to my success is being able to be in a room, um, making sure that that room's a better place because I'm in it, and making sure that when I leave that room I'm a better person, but also that room is just, uh, you know, that that person is also a better person, right? So, yeah. so when, mutual respect. Yeah, mutual respect. So um, I, I have a rule that I don't communicate with people that don't give me energy, and yeah. I can't give them energy. If I feel like we're in a conversation yeah. and I and I'm drained by the time it's done, I, I got a feeling like we we're not gonna we're not right for each other. Like we should right. we should all feel uh, a sense of value and a sense of more. We should be taller after that conversation. You know, so whoever you're communicating with, if they don't give you that feeling, um, it's probably probably not the person you need to be communicating with. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I don't know. That's, that's, why, that's why I got. <laughs> I, I, I can I can just look. We're gonna get into it for sure. <laughs> yeah, I got some things. So um, yeah. I'm gonna talk a little bit about my business, and then I think we should do some Q and A, and then when that kind of dies off, then we can jump yeah. in and, and talk a little bit yeah. more. Yeah, I know, think that. Like parents, gotcha. I think. Gotcha. And then and maybe you know do another five, 10, 20 minutes of that, and then. Okay. More Q and A. Yeah, that's cool. Kind of loop it around and it'll, it'll kind of, I think it'll naturally. Yeah. Um, so, when I started my business, um, it was almost nine years ago. I started first. I started my apartment, 
and uh, I was just doing free delivery. I was working at a call center with my buddy Brian here, and uh, he. Uh, I, so I was working two days a week doing the call center, and I was I was on Instagram the whole time between calls, just following people, liking liking things. You can go to you know, if there was a, a pit game, I'd go to the stadium and I would follow everyone because I'd be like, all right, well, these are all people that could potentially be my customers. Everyone here could go to me. So if they would go to a pit game, they could come to me, so I'm gonna try. So if there was a Pirates game or there was a, you know, whatever it was, if there was events, I'd be like, all right, well, this is, here's a list of people that have no idea that they checked in here. They don't know why I'm following them, you know what I mean? But I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna follow everyone that was at this one thing. And I grew this, um, this Instagram to, you know, to a point where the first year, um, so I was in my apartment for the first six months and then I had an art studio space at 448, or Corey, yeah, yeah, Corey was there man. for a while. Um, <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, I enjoyed it. And then, uh, and then from there I moved and I was with a, a spring green shop called Revival and then I moved to my own place up in Bloomfield and now we're in Edna. And, uh, but my point of that is that that first year we did about $20,000 worth of business that just came off of Instagram. And uh, it, was, it, it was about 70% of the business. And then we ended up with a lot of referrals and return customers and word of mouth. And then, you know, probably only 10% was actually like me going out and shaking hands and trying to get people to work with me. And so, which I did as much as I could. But um, the, the Instagram was like, the, that was the bread and butter at the time. Yeah. Um, where you could really just go real hard and, and the accessibility, it was it was different from Facebook or, or anything else that was on at the time because you could interact both ways where like Facebook you can put out information but you can't you can't like go to your customer base and like their photos. Yeah. Where they can only like yours. So Instagram is two way street in that way. Um, now I think um, if I were to start a business today, I think I would do TikTok much harder, and then Instagram still That's a little crazy. bit. That's crazy. Why is that? But what's that? That's why crazy. Why is that? The viral ability on TikTok yeah. is just, uh, I think that it's absolutely insane, because for, for Instagram, let's say you have, you know, every, the, the amount of consumer, you know, amount of content you consume versus content you create, I think That's that true. people are creating content on Instagram at a higher level than they are on TikTok. So TikTok, oh. you're consuming much more content than you are creating. Mm -hmm. And so the, uh, the availability to go viral, let's say, it doesn't matter how many people are on there, it, it only matters about that ratio difference. So if you can create content and bonus if it's interesting content, right. content that people like, that people follow, and then if, if you're good at storytelling and you can have multiple things or it's, you know, an uh, inside joke that you're able to use a sound and, yeah. and people like that sound it's and so personal. when they like it then they see it again and you can kind of be part of that joke. Um, whatever it is, um, I think TikTok has way more um, availability because it does still have that two-way street vibe where yeah. you're reaching out to the customer, customers reach out to you, you can yeah. follow people on, unlike Facebook and, um, and I mean Twitter I think is tough, t way tough now but it, what, it's always been tough. Um, it works for certain things like sports and and things like like anything that you could have like a ticker where you're doing like a daily type thing, mm -hmm. but with the the kind of content that I think that we produce as creatives, mm -hmm. uh, I think TikTok is or I mean Twitter is, is a tough place to kind of be that. on. Yeah. So um, so that would be where I'd be on like social media. I think email marketing is underrated. I underrate it myself. 
I have a monthly newsletter, which it might be why some of you came, um, which which is much appreciated. But we have uh, we have really really great statistics on that because we only I only add people that we interact with on our newsletter. So everyone that's emailed with us is, is people that are on it, and so it, I'm not like buying lists. I'm not you know. Yeah. But we have um, over seven thousand people that are on it. We have between 30, 50% open rate. Okay. So, I mean, because I think because we don't abuse it, we, we send something out. I say it's a monthly newsletter. We probably send something out three to five times a year. Okay. So um, that's really great. I've used it in a way where like at the bottom of it, I'll say, you know, if you forward this to someone and CC us, you get some little bonus. So that kind of creates a second hype. Okay. You might get you might get five, 10 people. You might get 50 people that yeah. like, oh, I'll get a free t-shirt if I, you know, if I forward this, right. and um, it, it, it allows you to, one, you get to see who they're forwarding it to, why, you get to see what they're saying, hey, I saw this, whatever. Yeah. Um, but events like this are also, I mean, not a bad thing. Yeah. You know, I, I uh, there's nothing like it, like this, but. Absolutely. Yeah, so, yeah. Appreciate you. Uh, yeah, yeah, I mean, it's good. I, I mean, we got the mic here, right? That's, that's what we're here for. Yeah. So, um. Man, you know what you were saying? All those different things, you know, just uh, this, that, and the other. Oh, I got you. Oh wow, that's cool. That I don't even need that. But um, you know, me me being new into the entrepreneurial journey, right? Like I, I got questions about that, right? So mm -hmm. I I have yet to really tap into TikTok. I, yeah. I, I feel like it's I know. It's, it's, in, it's, in, it's intimidating. It's intimidating. <laughs> I'm to like I said, I'm, I'm up here, but there's a lot of things that I'm still learning. I'm yeah. still learning, right? So yeah. um, when it comes to TikTok, like how do you how does that transfer into? I know it transfers into people seeing you, but I think it's a saturated market. Mm -hmm. um, it's not. No. You know, I think you know, shorter content, you're, you're absorbing a lot more. It's harder to grab their attention because they're always scrolling, right? So, like, I always wonder, like, how does that turn into, I don't know, how do you, I don't know how to navigate real, that terrain. Real quick. Yeah. Before you ask. I have an answer. I don't want to forget, perfect. like, this is all about the community. So, I want to, like, kind of use this to start getting yeah. used oh, to okay. it. Okay, gotcha. By a raise of hands, like, how much of you guys do your own social media? Like, you guys do your own social media? All right, cool. Awesome. As far as social media, that's fine. Having a username. How much of, how many of you guys make your own content? Photoshop and doing flyers and all that stuff. Yeah. All right, cool. That was like that was like seventy percent. Mm -hmm. What do you think are like? Do you believe that social media is important? Because I would say, what I've learned, even as a party promoter, mm -hmm. social media is important when the right people are all involved. But I feel that the energy needs to be there. I, I think the one thing I want to highlight that I uh, capitalize off of is uh, that 10% back to the community. Yeah. I feel like a lot of people don't understand that uh, our customers think that we're millionaires. <laughs> you know what I mean? And uh, right. that's not the that's not that's not the case whatsoever. No. Um, but I feel like we do make enough money to make sure that our customers are appreciated yeah. because as a small business. And for those who just came here, once again, I'm with Anthony. This is Corey. This is Josh. Um, we've been talking about business uh, and we're reintroducing ourselves. A lot of us have been doing business for well over five, well over 10 years. Uh, myself is included on, the, on the, the better half of that. And I think it's very important for us to reintroduce ourselves because we are not novice anymore. Yeah. I feel like I, I got my buddy Art in the crowd right now. Like he, we're all young, but we've been doing it for ten plus years. Um, we've been around big, big companies, big corporations. We've had big contracts, 
And I feel like uh, we all have to change our mentality when it comes to ourselves. Um, I feel like the small business mindset gives us an excuse to be a small business when really you're actually doing a damn good job. So one, I just want to say thank you all for coming out. This has been something that me and Josh used to talk about when we were roommates and we would just complain, bitch and complain and just be like, yo, this customer said this, this customer said that, and how do I stop this from happening? And honestly, this has led us to this point. Um, I know you were about to say something real quick, but I will, can I share a story real quick? Yeah. Um, me and Josh, if we never had these conversations, uh, I'm giving you the flowers now. Um, Josh was like, yo, you wanna have dinner? And I was like, uh, yeah, let's do it. So we went to New Am, we went to the rooftop, they just opened that up, and Josh was like, look, there's some stuff, you can get some money, it's on PayPal, blah, 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 if you've been doing business. And I will say this, it changed my life, it changed Anthony's Lager's life, and I'm saying this very humbly, in a sense of, the logist of it, I mean, it's not a secret. If you do business on certain platforms, you can ask for certain amounts of money based off of your credit and activity, not your credit score. And this led me to take out $150,000 at the age of 26. And I was very successful. I'm not from here, and the fact that you guys know me is a blessing. So I just wanna say, like, if we don't, say our problems out loud. Once again, Josh has mentioned it. We're gonna have a Q&A, but uh, the whole point is to be very transparent, very honest, and say, hey, look, I got this going on. You can say it on the mic, or you just come to one of us. I don't care, but speak those problems out loud because I've learned other resources. He's not a financial advisor. He just <laughs> he just saw something that was a really good idea, and I did my own research. Um, please, everyone, do your own research, no matter what you hear from here, but um, that led me to another uh, level of my business which took me internationally where a lot of people don't even know that that little Pittsburgh shop was actually doing so much business in just China in itself you know what I mean so uh, when, when, you, when it's you guys turn please make sure that you have honest questions about your business and concerns because I'm pretty sure one of the three of us will have something to give back and hopefully we can all grow together it's not about just the money it's about the resources so we can stay afloat Sometimes it's not the money, sometimes it's just a helping hand yeah. that can keep us going so we can get to the next level and then we can have that next conversation later. Absolutely. Sorry. Hold on. I, Hold on. I, 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 I got, got, got a, a couple things. Well, oh, go ahead. Quick pass. Yeah, we got a quick pass. Sorry, Corey. Sorry, Corey. No, no we, we got to get it. We got to get it. It's all good. Um, so to answer Corey's question about TikTok, um, and, and this, it's not just my opinion, I don't think. I, I see it on a, on a regular basis. Um, obviously, you got to practice makes perfect. So right. the more you do it, the better you get at it. Um, has anyone, has anyone here on, uh, like do their creative on TikTok at all? Anyone? See, that's great. Hold on. Anyone else over here? TikTok, TikTok? one. Hey. Has anyone had a, a video go over a hundred thousand views? I got one. No. I got one. You got one. I got one out of okay. forty though. Yeah, I'm like one eighty six on one video. Um, the the viral ability on TikTok is just. Um, just just do it, like just try and, and keep putting it out there. Um, if you're doing stuff for reels, there's no reason you can't be doing it, adding it That's to TikTok fair. as well. Yeah. Um, and if you're putting stuff on Instagram, there's no reason you can't be making that content that is um, you know, static, like one photo, and turning that into something that would either be a reel or a TikTok, and you can go back and forth. And, you're just saying um, do better. 
do better, but like, <laughs> um, just try it. And, and I think that you'll see, you're, like you're saying, it's intimidating because there's so many people on there and there's so many people making content. Right. And you're worried that your content won't right. be seen by the right people. Right. That, is, that is why TikTok is different because it's not an algorithm based off of a model of you it's based off of like it, it's it's a little bit more in depth it's like another layer deep of like if you notice if anyone here consumes content on TikTok, it is very modeled straight to you where uh your the content that you would get in like the the explore feed on instagram is is much more like you like you accidentally like a picture of power tools and it wants to show you 500 power tools you know, like i didn't really I just like my friend that had that power tool. I didn't really care about power tools in general. Where uh, I think TikTok, they, they do it a little differently. You like one, and they, they might show you two more. And if you don't like those, they're just stop. They're not, they don't show okay. you them all. No. So like it's much more geared, and it kind of gets you into something, and then it'll, it'll kind of weave in and, in and out and show you new things every once in a while. But it right. kind of starts to get to know you. So your content, whatever that is, mm -hmm. um, they, they, they made it so that your text can be much bigger. Um, I think it's over a thousand characters. It used to be like 160. It might be 5,000 now. You could have full-on stories of people scrolling there, um, and uh, and then your your content that's on the video, the text that's on the video, that's all searchable now in TikTok, and that um, that goes onto Google and stuff can see that too. So when you're searching, um, everyone's seeing that video. That that's probable. Like you were saying, you want to make sure that your Google is your resume. That's valid on TikTok too. Right. So it it uh, I I think that. Doing that, having it there because there is such a big user base and because the people that are on there are consuming so much more content per video that they post, it's the, the value is amazing. So yes on that. Um, for, for what Wade was talking about is, uh, I mean, finances was, was kind of like the first thing that we were talking about then because that was the issue that we were both facing. Um, he was saying that a lot of people think we're all millionaires when we're entrepreneurs and you know we we're not and uh, I think that, that he's speaking we, for me too <laughs> he's speaking uh, for me they yes, yes. <laughs> hit the soul right there a little bit um, but we are the asset um and that is a, a very powerful thing is that, that there, i i don't make a lot of like the deals that i i have made um handshake agreements or you know uh, any sort of trade or any sort of like like it's not because i have a, a you know, a lot of cash in my pocket is because I can do something and I can leverage that and I figured out how to leverage that against what it is that I want. And so, you know, I have a printing business, but that also means I'm in advertising. And if I want to advertise my business, I can print my logo on the things that I print for other people that are already going out and putting their posters out in the window. They're always yeah. going out and putting business cards down. So if I can get on those things or if I can, you know, that's my way of advertising because I do that. But if you're doing content creation, yeah. then, you know, you can create content and then you know steer people your direction when people want to know where that content was made or if you're doing you know whatever it is that you're doing there's a way to leverage that against um, different things that, that you might be able to get so um, but talking to other entrepreneurs having a support system yeah that's what all three of us have been to each other and that's yeah. what we hope that this event might be able to provide for all of you gotcha. I mean that's that right there which the last part right there that you said is to me is the most important part like I said I'm not really too much on the social media mm -hmm. like that level where I think I can give out information, but uh, surrounding yourself around like-minded people. I mm -hmm. say if you hang around four people that um, 
that uh, may not have a home and may not, you know, be employed, then a lot of times you're bound to fall into that same thing. You know, I mean, I always say, you know, don't want to get canceled, but I'll say get a box because you're pretty much about to be on that same route. But if you hang around five or six people that are millionaires, you know, you call a financial advisor, you know, because you, usually the people you hang around are the people that you, you, you want, you choose to be around your problems. They saying your income is the same. Uh, Actually, your husbands may look the same, um, but no, I don't know. I don't know. I just threw that in there. But um, you know, uh, I do have a story that kind of that, that kind of ties into y'all and why things like this is so important. I don't know. Does everybody have a business card here today? Yeah. Let me um, know about this part. Okay, because I, I was just gonna say. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm far from perfect. I just got my business card about 15, 16 minutes ago, right? Like, I'm, I'm like that. I'm like that. I'm like, I appreciate that. I appreciate the love. I appreciate you the love. You made the call. Well, what, what I'm saying is this, man, is that, you know, everything you do is not going to be perfect. Everything's not going to be like everybody else is doing. Comparison kills joy, right? So right. don't compare yourself to everybody else that's doing it. Just find something in what they're saying and try to implement, implement it in what you're doing. You know, because can't nobody, I always say nobody could be a better Picasso than Picasso could be a Picasso, right? Trying to be somebody else, That's you're going to fail every time because you cannot do it. But you can be, they can't be you either. You know what I'm saying? So um, finding your formula. Like, that's what I've been finding out, man. I'm, try, I'm looking at all these people. I want to do that. I want to do that. I want to be like what they're doing. And every time I fall short, and it's the fact is because, um, they say, it's not the person, like, look at the moon. Don't look at the, per the finger that's pointing to the moon. You know what I'm saying? Because a lot of times when somebody's directing you saying, look that way, you're looking at the finger instead of looking at the direction. So you're trying to be what the person is saying. You know, it's so weird. But it's, uh, you know, you're trying to be like the person that's telling you to do this instead of going that direction, man. And um, sometimes you just got to, you know, you're taking in all this information. I'm taking in all this information and I'm grabbing little things. And I'm not going to do it like, like Josh does. I'm not going to do it like Wade does it. But I might be able to imply that into what I'm doing and yeah. where I'm at. That's another thing. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Um, sometimes getting information from people that are already doing it, mm -hmm. they're telling you what they're doing now. But that's not where I'm at. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Right, so, right. so it's like that information may not actually... Um, me working that way may not work for me. So I got to find a way on my level and understanding where I'm at is most important. And, uh, oh, I got, I got something else, Josh. You, you I, had, I you got your chance. No, right. I got oh, your All right. Come on with um, yeah. from, from another side of that, I've had a lot of customers that are concerned that people are going to copycat them or, like, yeah. that I've been copycatted. Yeah. And uh, something that I've been able to kind of comfort them is that, like, if someone is trying to, you know, steal off of what you're doing, they're only going to ever get to the level of what you show them. They're never mm -hmm. going to be the original. They're never going to be as creative as you. They're only going to be able to create as far as you got to or whatever they can try to duplicate. Yeah. So don't worry about it because you're, if you're the original, yeah. um, you, you know, the blue they, rights. they're only, they're only going to get, they won't get nearly as far and you'll yeah. always have more that you can reach to yeah. so um just worry about being yourself Absolutely. do it the way you do there's Absolutely. a reason why you do it your way and we're yeah. excited to find out why so yeah. could i get a show of hands of anyone that would like to do an open mic or like yeah okay so we got one got a couple over here got awesome. you. Got you. Good, to see, awesome. good to see somebody from yeah. Yeah. i like it oh, absolutely absolutely um do you want to do you want to get some people up here you want to you want to talk yeah. about absolutely Go ahead. um i guess i'm gonna turn it to ryan seacrest right now <laughs> um if you want to come up to the mic 
All you gotta do is uh, you can either uh, tell us about your business uh, and address your concerns of what you have as an entrepreneur. Mm -hmm. And then uh, one of us, uh, we're gonna keep it short because it is uh, getting to that time. And I mean, you guys can stick around. Mixtape is still open. The bar is still open. So please, well, if we can run, I uh, just gotta make sure I get permission. But um, <laughs> talk about who you are, what concerns you have, and one of us will answer that. Who's best suited to yeah. give that advice? There you go. All right, cool. So, um, Femi, if you can just play some music and you guys take your time, we'll turn it down for whoever comes up. We're just going to do this for the rest of the night. If you guys want to mix and mingle, whenever you hear the, the, the tone go down, you think, is, is that cool? Yeah. Then we'll just, we're going to stick here though. So, you guys can move. <laughs> we're going to let you guys be free. You've been great yeah. sticking around, but please come on up. So, thank you, Femi.